I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis and they have a look back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the Social Index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. This year, like in years past, I'm excited for a partnership with the North American Effie Awards. The Effie Awards honor the most effective marketing efforts of the year. And I will be going behind the scenes with a number of Effie winners from this year's competition. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. My name is Jeff Wurzel. I work for Mars, and I am the senior brand manager for Extra Gum. Well, Jeff, congrats for winning an Effie on Unwrapping a Love Story. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about the campaign. Well, the campaign has been incredibly successful for us. Um, it has helped to turn around uh, the extra brand. Um, we've received uh, lots and lots of accolades. Um, we have had um, our content seen by millions and millions and millions of consumers. Um, and we really, in some ways, touch the lives of, um, of lots of consumers out there. So what was the key insight behind that campaign? It's a love story about two individuals and I guess the male characters drawing um, pictures about those special moments. That's right. And uh, the insight's really rooted in something very simple, is that something as small as a stick of gum that you can share can unlock meaningful connections. And we did a lot of research around the campaign. Um, And one of the things we found is that when we give of something to others, we get so much more in return. And the science shows that you can really 
um, builds so much happiness through, through giving to others. And that, that really fueled the insight. What were the maybe decisions or steps in this process going from research to, to actual campaign? We developed the idea early on. And one of the things that we did very early in the process around our idea with our partner agency, BBDO, was get buy-in across our organizations. And that was vitally important because we had had success already with the brand. Um, and the idea we felt was very big. And so we went to our executive team with the idea and showed them just some initial thinking. And they loved it. They were really moved by what we were doing. And they really gave us the trust and flexibility to go forward and do the work. And that, that really built an initial, sta uh, initial state of conviction that we had something great that we had to go execute on. Were there any leaps of faith that you had to make in the process? There was. <laughs> so um, one thing we, we talk about is how, for us, the music in the ad um, was really, for us, part of our secret sauce. The music was recorded by an artist, Haley Reinhardt, which, which was a cover of Elvis's, re-recording of Elvis's Can't Help Falling in Love. Because we had that trust and conviction in, um, in developing this, you know, it gave us the flexibility to go out and record this later in the process. And that song really provided an emotional punch in the ad. Um, she achieved a gold record by recording it um, recently in the last couple of months. So we're really proud of that. And we felt like um, having that initial conviction in the work across our organizations allowed us to do that. Was there anything about the campaign that surprised you? For us, the speed at which we, get, we got success. And that really, the first weekend that we had released the, the campaign, the ad, it really was like a rocket ship that first weekend. We had 40 million views in the first couple of days. We had one of the top 10 trending songs, artists from the commercial on Apple Music. So, um, you know, it was like Haley Reinhardt and Beyonce. <laughs> so that was exciting. And, you know, we had lots and lots of recognition across different influencers, celebrities. Um, Ellen DeGeneres posted that she loved the ads. So it just really took off. And I think the speed was surprising for us. Now, there's a bunch of people behind the scenes, right? You've got your research staff that came up with insights. Yeah. You've got your partners, agencies, how to, tell me about those partners and how they all work together. Yeah, we have a very, very close relationship with our agency, BBDO. And um, in many ways, it had been formed throughout many years of working with them at Wrigley. Um, and so there was a foundation there. And one of the things is we, we felt like the insight that we had was, was felt real to us and very authentic. And so part of the relationship was less about buy-in because we really trusted each other early on. It was about how do we push ourselves to create something that always felt real and authentic, where we were pushing ourselves and trying to reach a new standard, a new, um, a new standard and, and set a bar really high. So a lot of the work that we did as part of our relationship was just challenge each other to make the work as great as it could be. Now, I know a couple of years ago, I interviewed your 
your comrade, <laughs> yeah. and and he had uh, th that was the first campaign, give extra, get extra. Yeah. I mean, w was there any fear that you know maybe we wouldn't be able to top that? That you know how would we how would we accomplish that? Yeah, no, I think it was. Um, it's a great question. Um, that never really entered our mind. That's good. I mean, we had established something with success early on, and so much of the credit goes to that team for um, starting it. And we felt like the work, what we had, was something really special. And the insight, the relevance to GUM, um, the ability to connect in a really meaningful way with our consumers, um, we felt a lot of confidence and we put more pressure on ourselves to ensure that it felt authentic more than anything else. Well, it was the right formula. Great actors, yeah. great casting, great music. It still gives me chill bumps every time I watch it. So yeah. congrats again. Thank you. So, so Jeff, did you have a target demographic in mind for this campaign? No, we, we believe that we had a universal insight and we wanted to be able to, to reach everyone. And we felt like with the work that we had, um, it's something everyone can relate to. It's um, nostalgic in the sense that, um, you know, it's about romance and it's a universal message that everyone can really tap into. Now you also had an iconic song and you were reimagining that song and how it would play. Was there, were you worried, had any risk in the process of doing that, that people wouldn't, wouldn't go along with it? We spent a lot of time thinking about music. Um, and music, coupled with the ad, you, it's something that's visceral. And when we would play the music, the people in the room could feel it. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And in many ways, that's a litmus test because we have this universal insight, because we want it to appeal to everyone. In some ways for us, as we felt it, we knew we had something and had the confidence and conviction that it was going to be successful. Can you speak to how the brand grew, like the results that you guys saw from the campaign? We grew faster than our category in 28 of the 29 weeks following the launch of the brand. And we saw an, uh, an, an uptick almost immediately. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about marketing effectiveness. Um, how do you define marketing effectiveness? Um, twofold. The first is um, the impact that you have in the marketplace. And for us, um, that's through a lift on sales. And we have seen that through our campaign. So we know we are achieving impact in the marketplace. I think the second is, um, is around how do you emotionally connect with consumers? 
You know, at Mars, we believe really strongly across all of our brands that the ability to connect emotionally with consumers has so much greater return than if we simply talked about functional messaging on our brand, which is what we had done before. And you can see it. You can see the way that consumers respond to it online, um, in small ways when we hear from them and talk to them. And I think it's this intersection of both the impact you see in the marketplace as well as the creative excellence and how you, how you entertain people. That for us really is, um, is marketing effectiveness. Now, I always like to get to know the person as well that I'm talking yeah. to you. So, um, you know, deep question, but I'm curious, you know, was there a moment in your life that kind of made you who you are and what, what you've become? You've experienced quite a bit of success so far. In an early age, I grew up in a family that knew how to treat people the right way. And um, my, you know, I think about, I'm in New York, my grandfather owned a small business that was probably about 30 minute drive from here, outside the city. And um, I'd, go to, I'd go to work with him as a kid. And, um, and you know, I saw him treat everybody there very fair. At any level of the organization, he just always treated everyone with a lot of respect. And I think that those kind of values carried with me for my whole life. It's one of the reasons I work at the company I do now at Mars. I mean, we believe really strongly in the value of everyone's contribution. It's a company that's very principles-based. Um, and I think that's, that's why I work there. Um, and I'm really proud of the work we do there. And it's very consistent with where I've been in my life. It's a great story. Uh, is there a favorite part of the job for you to, these days? I think it's learning and growing as a leader. For me, marketing presents a platform for learning and growth. You know, whether or not we are talking to consumers and learning from consumers, or learning from our customers, um, or partnering with our agencies and having them challenge us on new ideas, every day gets to be a new experience to be able to learn and grow as a leader to create a bigger impact in our organization. You talked just about it learning, and I think marketers are students of the business. So I'm curious, what kind of brand, you know, what brands or, or do you take notice of or follow yourself? Yeah, the first one is that at Mars, we have really, um, really terrific brands, um, M&Ms, Snickers, Pedigree. And we spend a lot of time talking with our colleagues across the globe, learning from them, um, learning best practices, um, and admiring what they do as well. The second one I'd say is a little bit more unique and it has more to do with content and entertainment. And I think the, a lot of the comedians that are on daytime or late night television like Ellen DeGeneres and um, Jimmy Fallon, um, James Corden, they've really established themselves as, as brands. They produce content and entertainment, they're able to um, distribute that across lots of different platforms and millions and millions and millions of people love it and are entertained by it and in many ways you know as a brand that's looking to entertain and connect with people to me th those personalities just do an unbelievable job of being able to reach people so what do you see as the biggest opportunity for marketers today there are so many ways that we can entertain 
and reach and inform consumers. The marketing landscape continues to change every year. We say that every year, it continues to change every year. And the ability to get our message out and emotionally connect with consumers, whether or not we are creating a three-second ad, a five-second ad, a 30-second ad, um, for us, you know, that, that is the biggest opportunity. It's the biggest challenge because you have to continue to be able to um, tell an authentic message. But it really is, so many more doors have opened up to us. And when you do it right, you can be so highly effective. You talked about that being both the opportunity and the challenge. Um, is there any way that you're addressing that at, at Mars today? I mean, everything's so fragmented. Yeah, early on we have a lot of conversations between our agency partners and media partners. And we think a lot about um, our content and how we create it and what mediums that it needs to go on. And we do that really early on in the process. So last question for you, what do you predict for the future of marketing? Where do you think it's going? I think the marketplace, consumers, will reward the companies that have the strongest vision and mission and level of transparency. And you see that today in businesses, across businesses. I think um, Mars is a company that does that. Um, and I think that consumers with the power that they have will continue to ask for it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Alan, this was great. Thank you. Marketing Today is brought to you by Atomic. Atomic focuses on unleashing the growth potential for clients we serve. Atomic is a strategic consultancy specializing in business, marketing, brand, and innovation. Our singular goal is to help you accelerate your efforts with the right mix of expertise, analysis, and creativity. Check us out at atomic.com. A-T-O-M-C-K dot com. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with project management by Sarah Williams, audio production by Aaron Campbell, writing and editing by Kevin Greeley, social media support by Megan Woods, art and graphic design by Sarah Dell. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. We love to hear from listeners at info at atomic, A-T-O-M-C-K dot com. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Marketing Today.